0: welcome to the becoming a creator podcast everybody i am here with johnny price uh who is an aspiring creator on twitch he is relatively early in the journey but is full time which i'm really excited about because i think for some of the guests we've had on johnny they might have been a little bit later in their journey um and you're in it you're on that journey you are um building your business building your audience Uh, and i think for a lot of listeners who are a little bit further behind you it's going to be really interesting for them to hear your take and kind of where you're at so appreciate you joining us today and i'm excited to learn more about your journey as a creator yo what's up super
1: uh i'm super glad to be here Uh, i'm super glad to talk about the journey and i'm super glad to uh also let you guys know a little bit more about myself and also get to know uh you all or whatever whatever you guys want to tell me about yourselves
0: hey man so uh first thing we we do we just kick it off just a couple of rapid fire questions i'm just going to warm you up and and get the audience warmed up too uh so kicking it off I read you're a former musician. You weren't like a creator first. You're a former musician. Um, Who do you wish you could perform with? If there was any artist you could perform with or band? there was
1: any artist I could perform with. Uh, So I did ask you prior, like, if you knew any uh, of the... uh, If you knew uh, what kind of music you knew. But uh, if I had to perform with anyone, it would probably be a band called The Story so far. Um, I'm really big into pop punk, like, super modern pop punk. I think if you know Blink-182, but maybe a little more modern. So story so far they always put on a crazy show they're one band that i've never personally performed with so they're a band i would love to play with because i know their crowds would be obnox, would be like over the top obnoxious rowdy and that's like that's like the kind of energy that you want to feel uh when you're on stage you want everyone going crazy for you so definitely want to i want to play with a band that would match my crazy chaotic vibe
0: i love it. i'm gonna have to check it out i'm sure some listeners know who it is i'm sure i'm 100 percent sure that Paula. Uh, knows who it is. Um, I think he's oh, yeah. that, that's his scene. Uh, what is your favorite thing to do outside of of gaming and making content?
1: Outside of gaming and making content, this might sound super basic, but I'm a massive foodie. You'll catch me anytime that I could touch grass and I'm not in my room, not my office. I am trying new foods, uh, going to see movies, uh, just super basic. Uh, and if I'm not doing that, you know, I'm strolling around the park, actually touching grass. I love going on walks. Um, that's what uh, me and uh, majority of my friends do with our free time.
0: I love that uh, food. Um, I'm a big foodie as well. What's like your your kind of go to? Is it like a cuisine, um, and, like a type of culture? Like what what kind of food?
1: Um, recently, uh, so it it really changes from month to month, week to week. Uh, the last couple months, I've been doing a lot of Thai. Um, I've also been doing a lot of Mexican. So like, I've been on a big like berea like. Binge? I don't know they there's it's so good. Bria is so good. Have you ever had it? No, I haven't. Oh, you have to get Bria tacos, dude. They're so good. They are so freaking
0: good. <laughs> Wait, so what's in a Bria taco? Is it what's it's, in it? Um what style it, is it's it? it's
1: like it's like a regular taco, but like you di- you dip it in like um this like sauce. It's like a Bria sauce. Like I don't I don't know I actually don't even know the name of it. It's like this brownish, like Swedish sauce. I'll have to get back to you on that. And it, it's just so good. I don't quite I don't question it. I just I just go it. with it. like yeah, I just go with the flow.
0: You rock it. Um what song is taking over your TikTok for you page right now?
1: Oh, oh my god. Uh what what's the the cupid song? I'm feeling lonely. Oh. No, it can't hold me. <laughs> it's, it's, it's taking over. I totally get I, it. We had a
0: it. we had a going on at the company of like who had to record that the dance that, go, that was going with it. Uh and Paula lost the bat. He had to he had to shoot that one.
1: Oh man, do you have I need to see it. <laughs> I don't know if you want
0: to but I'll I'll send it to you. Oh uh, no, I want to. Trust, I want to. If you could hang out with one of the characters in Apex uh, for a day, who would it be?
1: Who would it be? Um probably probably Mirage. I feel like he's he's I feel like he's he he's a good time. He would be a good time. I feel like he'd be down to party. I feel like he's around my age. I, I don't know lore or kinetically like if he's around my age but he looks like he's around my age uh and i feel like i feel like he would uh he would be the type of dude to go to the club maybe like talk to a couple chicks with me like you know he'd be down for anything you know he'd
0: just be down to clown i can see that he's just like game uh diving in a little bit to your content journey um it would be great to get him get a sense of of where you're at right now as a creator uh so how often are you creating content you're full time um mm-hmm. How often are you creating content each week, and what kind of content are you making?
1: So um, I kind of put my hands and uh, in a lot of different pots. Um, this is like one thing side that I think every creator should do and should be doing, especially in 2023, is uh, posting at least daily shorts on TikTok, YouTube, Facebook Reels. Um, and if you don't want to like post on Instagram or something like that, definitely. Or if you just want to post to one of them, probably say YouTube right now, and then weekly youtube long form content um the content that i'm doing right now off stream um would be uh, meme exe if you don't know what uh exe is exe is like over the top like meme filled content where like you tell a story so for instance uh season 17 exe apex exe would be a meme filled journey of what's going on in season 17 of apex if you were to do one for mirage it would be a meme filled journey of uh mirage and everything he does as a legend or things that you have done with mirage so it's a it's a good way to tell a story keep your viewers uh interacted and also um it's fun for me personally to do content like that and on stream uh we do a lot of um uh, we do a lot of uh apex trolling which kind of coincides with that meme filled journey which we can get it to the once a week content. So for the people that can't watch the stream, uh, they will get a snippet of the long form and the short form daily and the long form weekly. That
0: makes are, sense. Yeah, no, I told you. So are you cutting up your... Um, it's like when you're streaming, is that the intention that is going to go into a VOD? So you're like thinking about the VOD that week or is it uh, you're doing yeah, both yeah,
1: Yeah, I, 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 always, I always think about that. I think, that's, I think that's one thing that a lot of people don't think about that i think needs to be thought about more is that when you go into the stream you need a plan even if it's a very very loose plan like hey like i gotta do a and b you know as long as i do a and b on this four or five hour whatever journey or stream uh it is a successful stream and i feel like while you're there it's also good to connect and tell your audience what you are doing why are you doing it and, uh, when they see the payoff for it, I, I think, I think it kind of like connects in their brain. They're like, Oh, like, this is awesome. Like, you know, this really came together. I see why he did that. And they're hooked for the next time that you tell them, Hey, I'm going to be doing this, this, and this. It's like, it's, it's almost like watching someone's creation come to life. And it like the audience seeing, like, wow, that actually came out really good. Like I'm invested.
0: Yeah. I was having this chat, uh, the other day with the creator and we were talking about like the idea of, um, building your following or your subscribers versus building your audience. And, and what you just shared there feels more like you're building your audience because you're kind of bringing them on a journey. Whereas like, sure, you have this like piece of content that goes viral and you get a bunch of subscribers or followers. It doesn't really mean anything if you're not really building an audience. And I just love that you touched on that as like bringing them on that journey with you every week, they're like coming on a journey with you. And that's really growing your, your audience versus like a vanity metric.
1: Yeah, I think that's that's one thing. I, I think a lot of people learn that along the way. I don't think I'm the only one that learned that. But especially with the rise of short form content, short form content equals a lot of the time more views than long form content. So a lot of creators such as myself at first cater towards that short form content. But after a while, you realize that like, just because they like the videos or like whatever, if you're not building that connection with said person, you know, that might not transfer over to a live stream. So it's always it's always important to build that connection with your audience and whoever's commenting or watching your content and being as relatable as possible.
0: Before you went like into the Apex site and the like meme slash Apex site, what kind of content were you making before that? Or was it always a type of content? It wasn't
1: it wasn't always uh, Apex. So I, I started I started um, I started uh, streaming on a uh, website called Facebook Gaming um and i initially started doing fortnite content i was really big into fortnite i think a lot of i think a lot of creators were really big into fortnite but i also i also dabbled into horror uh rocket league um and just a bunch of variety games like games like fall guys came along um and i was playing that now for myself i do still like doing variety but i've kind of honed on one niche and that niche happens to be apex legends a game i absolutely love to death and uh that's helped me that's helped me focus as a creator Uh, i'm not saying that's the only way to grow but it's definitely helped me consistently grow and i'm really glad that i was able to find something that i truly loved and can hone down and lock content on So, so yeah
0: you were talking about like trying different so you're on facebook gaming before it's just like a different platform than you're on now uh, and then you were um, doing Fortnite and stuff. How long were you kind of experimenting and creating content for before like things kind of clicked and, and where you are now, and you're like able to go full time?
1: Before it clicked. <clears throat> um, so to this day, I still think I still think things are clicking. I don't think uh, I, I don't I won't ever I won't ever settle for uh, for what I have right now. I always want more, and I think everyone should always want more. But um, I definitely started seeing more traction on my channel once I once I started doing that Apex Legends content, and I didn't start doing that Apex Legends content until two three years into my journey as a content creator. Um, and I truly, I truly, I truly think that uh, when you create content, it has to be it has to be real, and the people have to see that you genuinely love. And you genuinely believe in what you're doing. And if you don't genuinely believe in what you do you're doing, they won't believe it either. So I would say that like once you find that one thing that makes you smile from ear to ear and that like turns on a light bulb in your brain every second of the day, like Apex does with me. Um, I think that's definitely um that's definitely where things will start to like turn upwards and you'll start to climb that mountain just a little bit faster.
0: What was your favorite thing when Making that transition to full time. What was your favorite thing about it?
1: My favorite thing. Oh God. It was rough at first. It was it was rough because well, let's talk about it. Yeah, what was, what
0: was like the biggest hurdles with going full time?
1: Biggest hurdles going full time. Um anxiety, not almost almost not believing I couldn't do it. Uh at first. I think there was like a little slither of doubt. But I knew that like if I never took that opportunity, I uh I would never, I would never, I would never know the results. It's like you miss hundred percent of the shots you don't take, right? So, I would say, I would say, um, kind of accepting that there will be lows, no matter who, who you are as a creator, whether you're a big time creator, small time creator, mid sized creator. Um, the biggest hurdle as a creator is accepting that there will be lows, um, and the best of the best know how to pull themselves out from that low and dig themselves out of that hole and uh, keep climbing that mountain. I think mm-hmm. That's probably the biggest hurdle. And especially with content with numbers and stuff like that, sometimes you put a lot of effort into a video, it doesn't do well. Um, you know, it's not always the creator. It's not always like creator's fault. There are variables, but at the end of the day, it's going back to the chalkboard and accepting that like, hey, like, I'm going to try and see this from a different POV, getting back to work. And making that uh banger content.
0: Yeah, it's so challenging, right? Because like, you could go straight into like feeling like a victim, and like, ah, oh, the algorithm's not working, or ah, oh, like this mm-hmm. game's not hot, or all that. You can go to like that feels story and blame everything yeah. else. But what happens then is like you basically give away your control. You're like, oh, I have no control over any of this. Yeah, exactly. I can't do anything about this. And then if it, if you if that's like your your story, and you're like, well no wonder everything's just going to keep going down. You're never going to get out of it. Uh, and you have to go like, what can I do about this? That's the only way you're ever going to like move past where you are today. If you just are just stuck in the mud and you're just like, keep digging a hole further and further, you're not going to make it through it.
1: Yeah. Even my, my, my biggest thing is that even if something I didn't think was like incredible, because like, I'll say this right now, some of the, some of the content that I thought was going to bomb as a creator and every creator say you can ask any creator and they will they will say this they've had at least one piece of content they thought was terrible and it did insanely well it was a video and upload anything like this stinks i don't want to upload this they eventually uploaded a couple days hundred thousand million views whatever the case a couple days later it happened like it happens you know Sometimes, sometimes we see things differently in our brains than uh than the people who are watching. So I think that, that is also part of that hurdle is seeing it from the other side.
0: Yeah, it's like it's, you can never match your psychology. Like you try your best to match like your psychology with the audience's psychology, but like you just never know. because um, you could just have an off day, or you could be like, or an amazing day, and then they're having an off day, and like the content just like hits, hits the right way. A week later that you just never could have anticipated um you mentioned that anxiety of like going full-time and not knowing if you could do it how did you overcome that uh was there anything that helped or was it just like i just got to do this and then see what happens
1: i'm gonna be honest i i think i think this stems back to when i uh when i when i did music uh uh i kind of i i got the jitters and i still do to this day i'm full-time i do this almost every other day every day and I still get anxiety, you know, like, you know, I get nervous, you know, I don't think I think that's just who I am. You know, I, I do, I do do a lot of like deep uh, breathing exercises. I, that's just like a personal thing. But, um. but yeah, uh, I, I do my best to overcome it. I just hit live and then, you know, I just burst with energy and then it usually all goes away. Like once I see that, like, you know, the people that love me the most are there to support me and have a good time. That's when like that's when, you know, all those like all those bad thoughts and bad feelings go away. And heck, like even if like, you know, there's no one there for you and you just wanna like hop on camera and make content, at the end of the day, like people will people will come to you. If you bring out good vibes, people will come to you. So don't worry about that. Just have a good time and people will flock to that.
0: I love that. Yeah. So is, like breath work you do, like holotropic breathing or nothing, nothing crazy.
1: Like just I I just like, you know, you know. Take like take a step back. I'll stand up. I'll like just you know stretch. Nothing like too crazy. Nothing that I looked up. Just like just like you know just stretch. Do a little bit of this. Do a little bit in the zone. Just like you know just like calm myself down. I I think that's um that might be different than what other people do. But for me personally, that's that's what helps me.
0: I love that. It's it's so fascinating. Even someone like yourself is still time. You're still going through all those like battles or inner demons. And it, was, it happens with everyone. It doesn't matter what level you're at. Everyone oh, has oh, yeah. those things they're overcoming all the time. And I think as 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 a listener it's just like you've you've got your your shit that you're overcoming. Um, that's your shit to deal with. It'll be different from Johnny's. Be different from mine. Be different from Paula's. Like you've just got your own thing, and and you gotta work with that. I want to come back to the um, what was awesome. So not just the challenges um about going full time, but what was awesome about it. What was
1: awesome about it? Oh man, I didn't have to wake up and go to work at five a.m. That was awesome. <laughs> I like that. I like. I got to sleep in a little bit. Um, um, didn't um. Now I I I don't particularly enjoy that I wake up at like ten eleven because I'm a little night gremlin now, but um uh, definitely wasn't wasn't a fun feeling like you know feeling like like a drone like you know just like a, or like a robot should I say uh just doing the same nine to five over and, over and over and over and over and over and over and over again whereas a content creator like i am doing the same thing but it's not like i'm making different pieces of art every day so like if oh, i'm not beautiful. feeling yeah if i'm if i'm not if i'm not feeling you know uh a beach or like a miami nights photo i'm gonna go make you know a nice cool tropical rain you know like in the ocean kind of like um
0: kind of vibe. That's beautiful. I love that. I'm making art every day. It's not making often you hear people day. say that in gaming, especially. Um I wonder if that's like influenced by your, your music um music background a little bit. Um what changed the most like for you? You mentioned that like not getting up at five, but like what was the the most significant shift you felt when you went full time? Like was it your routine or was it your schedule? Was it freedom? Was um, it being able to create more results in the content?
1: I think, I think, I think you hit the nail on the head with like a couple of those, uh, consistency. Um, when I went full time, I mean, I was pretty consistent before, but I had to truly, truly lock it in. I had to one a day, like on YouTube, TikTok, uh, Facebook, uh, I had to do once a week on YouTube, Facebook, uh, all that stuff. I had to consistently make good content. It couldn't just be anything. It had to be consistently good content. Um, that, that changed a little bit. Um, it was taken a little more seriously, um, I definitely devoted more time into the off stream content than the live content, because I feel like what I would do when I did work, I would just get home. I would turn on the stream and I would stream to those, you know, same couple of people. I love those couple of people. Um, But I would do myself no favor in trying to, you know, grow myself as a creator uh, and reach a new audience. So I feel like that was, that was like the biggest change is that like I kind of I kind of like opened up like my uh my eyes when it came to like dipping my toes in like different ponds. um but Yeah, that was one of the, the many things that changed as a creator was that it had to be taken more seriously. It had to be taken more efficiently, more consistently. I needed more hands on deck with my content. Um, I needed uh, to hire um, an editor, a producer for my content that when I couldn't do my own content. I needed someone there to help me or bounce ideas off um, just so we could constantly get that out every week or every day or whatever the, whatever the plan was.
0: Is, um, do you think you have more freedom now or do you think it's like you do and you don't? In the uh, you, sense do, of...
1: you do and you don't at uh, 100% well, like cause uh, like just cause I'm full-time doesn't mean like, the the reality is if you want to be a full-time creator you need to you need to be financially stable and that's that's one like awkward thing a lot of creators don't want to talk about um financials no one ever wants to talk about financials but um you need to put in the work to to pay the bills you know and just because you're not working a quote-unquote real job it's real to me this is a real job to me and i'm gonna take it such as you know if if even if i'm not putting in that 40 hours i'm still gonna put in i'm still gonna put in that 30 35 hours to make sure that uh the content that i produce can be worthy of the financial gain so i would say you definitely have to you have to you have to be able to you have to be able to put in the hours and there's also. There's also lots of variables too. like, let's say a trend comes out or like a trailer for a game that you play comes out. You need to be on top of that. Like, you can't wait. Like if you're, if you're thinking about making plans and something, an event or something drops, there's a hundred hungry sharks out there that are going to do that. And if you don't do it, you're going to get left in the dust. So you got to be on top of that. You got to make sure that that comes first. Um, at least that's my opinion. Um, I know, I think you're totally creator. right.
0: It's like that sense of urgency yeah. you have to create no one because you're your own boss, no one's gonna create that urgency for you, yeah. unless you do and and that's a hard pill, I think for a lot of folks to swallow oh. um when when they're learning that. If you were listening to this pod uh three years ago, and it's all it's like very evident that you've had like a lot of growth um personally uh and professionally like over the last few years, but if you were listening to this pod three years ago and you heard what you just said do you think you would have listened or do you think you would have not listened and then just kind of muddled around for a bit and then like had to like fail a bunch and learn it yourself? Or do you think it's a mix of both? Like how can a creator really take to heart what you're saying without having to wait three years to really take the message to heart?
1: I think, I think, um, I think the way, the way a lot of us humans work, um, a lot of us learn by failure i th- I think that's i think that's the like the old like you know hard truth um there are you know there are times where you could just like snap your finger do something and those are the people that i usually see that are very very successful um over over my life whether it was music or content creation i failed a lot but i also learned a lot so i mean maybe three years ago if i if i had heard this advice i might have muddled in it like i might have taken it like half seriously and then I might have seen half the results and been like, oh, wow. Like, you know, maybe he was right. <laughs> you know, maybe that dude was right. And then I would have taken it seriously from there. But how long it would have taken in between,
0: who knows, you know. It's so fascinating because, like, we could totally shortcut it. But we're just humans are not wired. Like, yeah, we're just not wired to listen and, like, like. I- take that uh, advice. It's so it is really interesting.
1: I, I, I like it, though. I like it that we, we all have our own personalities, you know, whether, you know, the way you do something or the way you edit a video is going to be different than the way I edit a video, the way uh, Paula uploads or edits a video. it It's going to be different. And you're going to think you're right. I'm going to think I'm right. And he's going to think he's right. So uh always in the back of your mind, there's always going to be that slither of, oh, mine's better. Like, you know, you know, <laughs> this, is how, this is how it works, you know. And I think that's good, though. I think that's good that, like, That creators have their own like you know, like sense of creativity and freedom in their mind because uh, I I personally don't like copying and pasting what other people are doing. I I like making my own unique content. I like making my own unique goals, challenges, and uh, I like to be the person that people copy. I don't I don't like it to be the other way around.
0: Talking about um, your content, one of the things I found while doing a little digging is the you lean into the challenges side of things what inspired you to lead into doing like doing challenges in apex and what um and how have you found that
1: so the one thing that i uh that i found uh about the challenges was that i think it it, it's a callback to uh earlier in our conversation was people want to see a journey with you and they want to achieve with you and i think challenges are a great way to kind of like take your community on that journey so that was one of one of my reasons the other reason is that the game apex legends just had nothing going on at the time so I was like damn I'm bored I gotta do something I gotta do something so there there is a little bit of like you know science and reasoning behind it but the other reason it the other reason for it is damn I'm bored let's do something weird and it it caught on you know I uh, I I normally don't do something for the oh this will get a lot of attention I normally do it it's like if something I think would be funny or something I can obtain. And I think it's uh, something that like someone can take the journey with me. And if it, if it, if it goes along that route of, wow, this is crazy. And it gets the publicity. Um, so be it. But
0: um,
1: m- mostly when it comes to those challenges, it's, you know, it's supposed to be just a fun thing for my, me
0: and my community. I love that you've kept that groundedness. Cause it's, I think when you go full time, especially the pressures are so much on you. And Mm -hmm. you talk about that, like the ups and the downs that happen and just that you're so kind of grounded in that, like I need to enjoy what I'm doing first. And then the views are secondary. That can be a really tough thing to balance when you're thinking about bills and financial security, because it really is not that financially secure in the beginning at all. It's like, you know, one month is this, or you're like every two months you're like, holy shit. And then it's just like that, that kind of thing kind of keep playing. So I, I really admire that you have, held your ground on that. Um, I think it's one of the keys to not be getting burned out is that you don't go so far away from yourself and then let all this pressure stack on top because the pressure is never going to go away. So and, and then if you're also so far away from who you are, it just starts to really build up um, as you go go further on. I want to go back to your, your music career and, and understand a little bit about that and how it might have shaped your approach to content. Yeah. Um, how did it start for you like to get into just entertaining and, and creating do you think it really give you a leg up as you went into content creation
1: oh absolutely i i think i i think i had a big up so i had a big up and the understanding of how to entertain now being a creator i think is a completely different thing how you push out content consistently because being a musician you can't consistently pump out music you know like Unless unless you're <laughs> unless you're just nuts at whatever you do, like to pull out a song every day. That's like a little unrealistic. And most musicians pull out like albums and EPs, maybe like yearly because um, it's it's just it's just it's just a different ball game. So when it came to that, that was a little bit of a transmission uh, transition period. But as for entertainment, uh, I knew I could do that in music. And, you know, I'd already at the time loved video gaming and I knew it would uh, transition flawlessly. Um, Performing every day, like in front of a live audience, I would say is very, very similar to performing in front of a crowd uh, just behind their computer screen. Whether they're watching at work, at their desk, um, in their free time, they have you on the side while they're in the shower, whatever the case may be. Like, um, it's it's the same thing to me um, because they're actively listening to everything that you're saying. So, so the the emphasis that you put in your tone and the um, the way that you um, the way that you express yourself via body, if they are watching, I think is super important. And I think that's one thing I learned from music and how to energize a crowd and get them involved into the content.
0: So you knew like right away when you were getting to this, you're a performer. Like there's no doubt that this is a performance. This it, like they are here to be entertained in some way and i need to you know push myself to live up to that
1: 100 percent, 100 percent. i tell this all the time uh I, I i consider myself a content creator uh as a musician i was creating content like you know musicians create content uh it's a different type of content it's uh a more audio based content but it, it is content uh and it's something for you to consume the uh the consumer to consume so i already knew that like I was a content creator and I knew that I was an entertainer and I kind of just put the two together and I knew I was built for it. So I knew that like, you know, with time I would, I would, uh, mold myself into, you know, uh, into a nice looking gem. <laughs> well, I'm still trying to, still trying to perfect that gem, but you know,
0: Hey, it's never finished, never finished. Uh, yeah, the, um, the decision, um, to leave music, was that challenging was because you reached a level of success there. And I mean, that's a, that's an accomplishment in and of itself. And now you're on this path with, with content creation. Was it an easy decision to move on to gaming? Was it hard? Like how, how did you approach that? And, and how do you feel about that?
1: It wasn't easy. Um, first and foremost, like, you know, music will always be like, you know, my first love, my first lover. And it was tough, man. It, it was tough, but, um, Being a musician was hard, man. Like it was, it was, you know, 30, 40 days on the road, sleeping like a van with like six dudes. You're taking, you're taking like, you're taking like gallon jug showers outside of Walmart. If someone didn't let you stay at their house or you didn't like get a hotel that night, like it was rough, like, you know, and your body just hurt like every day. But it was, it was one of those things that you loved, but it came at a price. And after a while, you know, I considered my mental and, I found a healthy compromise with uh content creation you know because I was my own boss I was uh in my room in the comfort of my own uh office and um it wasn't easy and I still I still miss it maybe maybe I'll circle back to it one day uh maybe in a different way but it was it was easy and it, it was hard at the same time that mm. might that might be relatable to a lot of people something you love that you have to let go
0: yeah I was a I was a professional gamer for five years. Um, was one of the best in the world at league of legends. And it is, it's difficult when you, when you're like, that's the thing you're good at, you did. And then it's like, okay, the next chapter begins. There's like, there's an excitement for what you're getting to create, but there's also like a mourning of what was epic, um, is still very present. And you know, the highs that you felt there and you're like trying to recreate those highs in this new environment, this new world. Um, that that is challenging um, for for most creators. they're this is their first first love, as it were. Um, yeah. First time they're getting to do something that and reach a level of success, so they don't have that reference point or even comparison. So for them, it's just intoxicating. It's all awesome, but then you you know the feeling you had, and you're trying. To, you're almost like chasing that chasing feeling. the high. I, yeah. I, I can relate to that. It's like you're like, and so we're building a business, and I I can relate to the the building of the business and like trying to recreate that high in that capacity. Um, which is, which is a little different. Um, was there any, um, part of like the intimacy that was like, the connection to the audience that is different now that you can go live and talk in real time versus the stage performance being on tour. Is it better that there's that intimacy or is it just different?
1: I would say so I'm I'm the type of person that like I, the Internet mean, you know, the Internet can be a little a little overwhelming, you know, at times because it's consistently always and forever the music. It was a little different. It's like you would you would be in you'd be in Chicago uh, or anywhere, San Francisco, Texas, and you'd have a crowd of people. You'd perform for those crowd of people. Um, and then you'd get to know those like those people for, you know, a sh- you know, or whatever a couple minutes or however much time they're willing to give you're willing to give and i think that's a little different because like you leave that state and you you might not see that person for a couple months three four five months whereas if you're on twitch or the internet or anything you're gonna see that person over and over and over and over and over and over, and over again so i feel like i i've always i've always truly felt like real life you know Real life connections are always way more legitimate, genuine, and seeing someone's facial expression, IRL, and just seeing them in the flesh and realizing they are human too, um, it's so much, it's so much more surreal, and it's so much more, um, it's I don't know what the word would be, uh, it, it's so much more, uh, gen- it's I guess genuine would be the word, um, and it's a lot easier to build a connection in my opinion, like face to face, touch to touch as it would be on the internet and i i think that's you know one thing i've struggled with as a creator and i think every creator's struggled with cuz you know i think everyone reacts and feels differently to seeing someone in real life than you know over a camera or um over discord or twitter or whatever the case may be i i it's, it's that what's that it's that missing element
0: yeah it's it's interesting as like the world becomes even more digital is like, how do you have, this is like meta. This is not even of content We're just getting into like the, the depth of connection in humans. Um,
1: yeah, Dude, it's, it's real, man. I, I can't tell you exactly why it makes me feel that way. But I just know that like, I, we could talk over camera for like hours about each other. And I, and I feel like the second that like, you know, if we were to ever hang in person or we were to ever meet in person, get a drink at the bar or whatever the case may be. I, I feel like that like connection that's like here, it's, It's it's up here, it's up here, and maybe that's because of the disconnect of um the disconnect of human interaction because of stuff like Discord and Twitter, maybe. But um, it's ironic
0: because you'd see the person you'd spend more time with the person online every day, as you're saying. Mm -hmm. But it's just like it's not. There's no depth there. It's like so surface. It's like a yeah. It's just like different.
1: Yeah, it doesn't. It doesn't. Sometimes doesn't feel real.
0: When you, um, you know, the journey of being a content creator can be pretty lonely, um, but you, you had this kind of established career and friend group prior to content. How have you managed to maintain a sense of like yourself and your life outside of just content? Um, do you have a solid friend group that's been with you through those journeys, are you trying to rebuild that? How do you manage Uh, life outside of content?
1: How do I manage life outside of content? It's tough man. I i, I want to first and foremost say that if you are a content creator, trust that if you are feeling any type of loneliness or anything like that, you're not alone. Big creators, small creators, middle-sized creators, we all feel it. If you're passionate about something and any type of work, you're going to put your 110 percent effort in. And sometimes when you put your 110 percent effort in, it takes up all your time and uh, it's tough. It's really tough. The best thing I could advise to anybody, uh, if you are feeling that type of way, is make sure that you're doing stuff at least one to two things a day to make yourself smile. And it could be it could be any it could be anything. It could be taking a walk. It could be reaching out to an old friend. It could be uh, doing something for you. It's eating eating your favorite food. Um, it's not an easy thing to to combat. It's not there's not an easy answer to you know getting yourself out of that like you know hole of loneliness um but do one thing for you and if you do have a friend group to back you definitely you know lean on that friend group from time to time and let them know that like you what you do what you're dealing with and i'm sure if they're a good enough friend you know they'll you know they'll lean they'll lean back with you or like you know they'll hold you a little bit you know i i i've i said this earlier that um. Uh, actually tweeted this the other day that uh friendships aren't always going to be 50 50 sometimes they're going to be 70 30 sometimes they're going to be 90 10 um and sometimes you have enough to like hold the 90 sometimes you only have enough to hold the 10 so just uh don't take those friends for granted um and make sure you're doing at least one good thing for you every day
0: hmm that's great. Yeah. It's like really knowing where you're at, like just checking out yeah. yourself. Um, I want to talk about goals Like you mentioned goal setting for you. Like you don't compare yourself to others. You can set your own goals and your, your own pace. How do you approach setting goals? Like, how do you think about it? You know, we're halfway through the year. Like did, did you sit down at the beginning of the year or the end of last year and think about it? Are you doing this like on a month or a week? Do you have any goals? Like how do you approach where you're going with content?
1: That, uh, when it comes to goals, uh, I think I do the silly uh, New Year's, like, these are my goals, you know, for the year. And, you know, they're always, like, they're always, like, loose goals. But, like, truly, I, I-, I, would-, I would like to hit them. So, some of my goals this year were uh, hit Twitch Partner. We hit Twitch Partner. YouTube Partner. We hit YouTube Partner. We're only halfway um, through the year. We did it in, like, the first month, the first, like, couple months. We did it the first couple months. We yeah, did someone that.
0: was sandbagging at the beginning of the year.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so uh, another one of my goals was 100,000 on uh, YouTube. I think that's still very, very realistic. But I, I try not to harp too like close to the goals because growth is growth at the end of the day. Um, it's good to set goals, whether they're unrealistic or realistic. But just know that like if you are growing at a crazy rate and you are uh, going up thousands upon thousands of followers or subs, like, that's still something to be proud of, and you shouldn't let it discourage you as a creator. So I think goals are good as long as they're moderated and they're, they're you know, they're level-headed because sometimes uh, I think people can get in their heads about, you know, certain goals not being met and that results in them thinking they're a failure. And then you're not a failure. Like, it's a tough game. You know, you're just trying, your, you're absolutely trying your best. <clears throat> and uh, you take it. you take it as a nod to, work better and be better you know if
0: you don't reach that goal hmm. when you um think about this is like i don't know, like call it chapter two like it's just your next career right that you're that you're mastering and, and building in mm-hmm. do you think like oh i would love this to be somewhere in five years or ten years do you oh is yeah there a dream would, scenario you have
1: uh, a dream scenario i have would be love apex legends i want to dominate the apex legend scene I want to I want to be able to I want to be able to start like two to three YouTube channels. I want to be able to have like two to three YouTube channels running all at the same time. Um, I would love to I would love to focus more on offline content. I would love to transcend Apex Legends. Um, I don't really have like a clear idea of what I would do yet. I'm kind of just taking it day by day. I would love to transcend the idea of gaming and um, and full send into content creation um in different ways ways that maybe no one's ever seen before um kind of i'm still i'm still like in the middle you you caught you caught me in like the middle of like you know the hill and like the. i'm still like trying to climb i'm still trying to like gather those ideas together but that's something i i I would really enjoy doing and then when it comes to streaming you know um i don't i don't want to be one of those streamers that has to be live 12 hours 15 hours 24 hours uh every day because I, I truly don't think that's good for your mental health um and I want to be one of those creators that uh can do an equal amount of streaming and offline content creation with YouTube and uh creating different ways to connect to the audience
0: I can't wait to play this back to you in a couple of yeah. years uh because oh, I think you're gonna smash all of those um I also it's um it's interesting that balance between the streaming and the, and the VOD and like the, the creative expression. I, I do think some, some folks can become a slave to streaming. Um, yeah. I've seen it happen like so, so many times over the years and it's, it's unfortunate um, because then you can, it feels like impossible to break out of it. So I think with your perspective on that already as you're doing it, it's just super healthy to have that rather than waiting to like, that's the only thing, you know, and the only it's so it becomes impossible to break out. It's good that you've got that at this stage. And, and got that perspective it's going to happen for you um i just can't wait to play this back
1: <laughs> oh man now the pressure is on i'm gonna yeah. start banging the hell out of the rock hopefully it turns into but a even diamond. just
0: and you said it's like not concrete but even just having some like sort of goal far in the distance where you're kind of slightly aiming towards just helps give you a sense of perspective and direction when you do have a shitty day or you, even if things are going good it's just like it just put things in context for you, which I think is, is really good. Um, one of the things you mentioned is like, oh, I, I needed to start bringing on team. I need to start bringing on people to help as I, I want to accomplish more and do more and grow. How have you found that process of starting to work with other people and, and leaning on them to support you? Because that's the skill in and of itself. How are you finding that? What are some of the challenges you've found with getting more support?
1: Are we talk about, I'm talking about, like, editing and... and editing, community yeah, yeah, yeah. mod,
0: any, like, any of that.
1: Um, I think it's tough because every... I'm, I consider myself a really, really complex person. Um, you got to find someone to match your energy. If, you know, someone is very laid back and not as passionate as you, then, you know, the results will show. And if you're a very passionate creator and you love X, Y, and Z and this guy loves a b c and d and you know the two don't mesh then it's very visible like you know the audience isn't dumb like they will see it and you you'll you'll see it yourself um i found that to be one of the most challenging things and you almost have to like let it come to you i know my editor i um i actually i actually i found him via um i found his team via um another creator i think his name was A Tony Romero. He does a lot of uh he does a lot of Apex content. And uh it's been like the best team I've worked with. They they work night and day to the T on everything that I that I want as a creator. And I keep them up to date with everything that I'm doing. I keep them up to date with everything, um, everything in the game or whatever we're editing. Um, and I think you need someone that is willing to sit down and understand the type of person you are and you know is willing to like go on that mile hike with you because that's not easy it's 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 not easy to like do something like that whether you're being paid for it or not it's not easy to connect with someone uh especially when you have minimal or no knowledge of what they're doing at first um and it really it really just like comes down to that connection uh chemistry comes down to chemistry.
0: Yeah, because I mean, the gap is so wide. when when that relationship first starts, the gap is so wide. You've been doing this for you know years. That you've got a way of doing things. You've got an energy and excitement, a a vision, and then someone just comes in. Like, there's no way. It's not realistic for them to to be where you are. Oh yeah. How do Uh, you bridge that? And I think what's cool is is that idea of like the vibe check. Like, that's almost a a good way to assess very quickly if it's going to work out. Is if there's a vibe because. You know it's gonna take a while to train them. So like maybe that takes a couple of months for them just to kind of get things tuned up. Oh,
1: that's that's how it started. Like one hundred percent. That's how it starts. Especially with um people moderators, editors, any any anybody willing to give you the time of day, like um it, it takes a while to build that chemistry and you know, the way the way I do things as a creator, I tend to find it's I try to I try to do outside the norm. I try not to follow the trends. And that's a lot of the time what, like, these editors are good at doing. They're good at, like, doing the trendy stuff. And then I come in, and I'm like, hey, you're going to do the opposite of that. You're going to do this.
0: I, wanted to, I like, want you to forget everything that you believe, and I want you to think like me. And I want you to do that now because I have a video going out on Friday, and I need you to just, like... Get off to speed like ASAP and unlearn. Yeah, basically, everything.
1: <laughs> it's so hard. It takes time. It takes time. You got to be patient. You got to be patient.
0: Yeah, but I, I do think that vibe check is a good way because a lot of, like, you can waste a lot of time too, and that's expensive. Yeah. That's tiring. because um, if you have someone who's just not the right person for three months, that's just like such a big big time. Like, so you should try and make that assessment really quickly on the vibe. because um, creators can get burned by that. If mm-hmm. so, you just got to be really careful, and I think that's a something you get better at over time is developing like a strong sense of vibe and culture. Um, and before you even start working with a person, you get a sense of that, but it it takes time to cultivate that. Uh, Johnny, this was, this is really cool to learn more about you and your journey. And, uh, I am super stoked for you, man. I love your energy. I love where you're going. I love your vision for your content. Um, I'm excited to see you hit all those goals in your dream scenario. If you were, again, coming back to Johnny's listening to this three years ago, what's the one thing you want him to take away from this? Well,
1: first, uh, first and foremost, thank you so much, Snoop, for having me. I, I appreciate that. Uh, I had a great time actually talking about this. This was a lot of fun. I had to tell myself uh, something three years from now. What was the question? No, three years
0: ago. So if Johnny's years... listening to this podcast three years ago. What do you want him to hear?
1: Keep going, man. And And this doesn't have to be Johnny, this could be to any content creator listening. keep going every everyone's journey is different. not everyone's journey is a straight like you know a straight upward slope. Some people's journey is like you know a little more a little more linear and it slowly gradually goes up. Everyone's journey is different. Don't get discouraged. keep pushing out content even if it fails. it's not the end of the world because it's it 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 does it does get better it does uh it will get better and you learn from those failures
0: beautiful beautiful johnny thank you so much man i hope you have a great week uh, and appreciate you coming on the show
1: dude thank you so much i appreciate it cheers